Hi guys, welcome back to the Reviving Truth podcast. I hope you guys are doing great. It has been a few days, well, I think a little over a week at this point. But I am glad to be back with you guys and I hope you're doing very well. I hope that you are not letting everything happening, everything that is happening, you know, put you under. Yeah. So today we are going to start a two-part series on the subject of prophecy and we really just want to answer excuse me questions about prophecy you know want to know how what exactly is it how useful is it um do we need it is it a necessity um and how should we respond to it you know yeah and if this is your first time joining us welcome to the rabbit truth podcast Um, And if you are a returning listener, thank you so much for being a part of this growing community. I hope that all the episodes have been a blessing to you. And if you haven't listened to them, please go back and listen to them and share with somebody too. So um, today we have a guest on the podcast and um, his name is Samuel and he's going to introduce himself to you guys. And we are going to just have a conversation on the subject of prophecy and... um, See how the Lord leads. So yeah, Samuel, please introduce yourself. Hi, everybody. Um, my name, as mentioned, is Samuel Onimisi Demide. Um, I'm a Christian, a believer, a pharmacist. Yeah, I think that's a farmer. Yes, I should add that. Yes, yes. So that's me. A fellow farmer. Yep. Yes. It's important. <laughs> so, um, our first question is, what is prophecy? What really is prophecy? What is prophecy? Prophecy, basically, is just um, um, getting a word from God, or if, if I'm so, it's, it's broken down into two, foretelling, foretelling. That means foretelling that means you're speaking or saying what God is saying concerning a matter. Okay. Then foretelling is just about speaking as to something that will come in the future. Okay. Yes. Okay. Speaking God's mind concerning something that will happen in the future or in someone's life. That is basically prophecy, just getting an information from God about a particular issue or a person. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. So we have foretelling and forth telling. Yep. Okay, okay. Um, so is this something we need, you know, as believers? Is it actually something that is an important part of the Christian faith? You know, prophecy is it's very, very, very important. It's, its importance cannot be overemphasized because if it's searched from scriptures, what about Paul? If you if you notice Paul's writings and um, his letters, Paul is intentional. He's 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 he, he does things not because he just wants to do it because he's that detailed and Paul used a whole chapter, if not two, to talk about prophecy in First Corinthians. So we should know that it is that important for him to be able to use that whole chapter. So 
prophecy is not something we should just treat anyhow. It's something that is important. It is it's mm. very important. I, mm. I I can't say it's mm. any any yeah. more than that. Mm-hmm. It's important. Mm-hmm. Actually, this thing, this particular question brings to mind something. So, today, because this is Easter um, weekend, you know, I, between yesterday and today, I decided to read through the accounts, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the four accounts of uh, the last days of Jesus' life on earth, you know, from the Passover to when he was crucified. And... Excuse me, something I kept seeing over and over was according to prophecy, according to what was said, according to uh-huh. scriptures. Um, that was something that kept coming up over and over and over, you know, in uh-huh. the different accounts at different points, you know, um, able to little details, you know, like, uh-huh. um, for example, the way they shared his, his I don't know if it was his robe or his cloak, after they had hung him on the cross, you know, and everything, oh. the fact that they cast lots, and I think the verse says, um, and this was done so it could be in accordance with scripture or with prophecy, something like that, you know. And I see that almost everything Jesus did, if not everything, was a fulfillment of prophecy. Wow. So true. You know? was actually a fulfillment of prophecy, you know. So, you know, if prophecy was that important for the for for Jesus's dying, that is the bedrock of Christianity, is the center of Christianity, in fact, center of all history, according to a song, you know. Then, how important should it be to us, you know? Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Story. It's very, it's very, very true, very true. And if you notice, every his life was just when you just see them unfolding, you just know that uh, it was written before, it was written before, it was written before. Mm. And you, as you're just saying, it's just I was, I was just reminding that it's actually true. His life was actually prophesied. Everything in his life was actually said before. And if you look at Isaiah, Isaiah talked a lot. He would save his people from their sins. And mm. wow, even his death was prophesied. Mm-hmm. Everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm. Wow. So true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's truly, truly amazing. And you know, wow, this is just amazing. So I'm sorry to jump around a bit. So this morning I was, um, so after reading the, the, I think the third or the fourth account, I think it was John's account. I I went to my balcony and I was just thinking, I was like, so I started thinking of Hebrews, is it Hebrews 12, 2, that talks about, look, is it looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him. Yes. Right. Um, I think it's 2. Is it Hebrews 12, 2? Two or three, two and three, I think so. Who for the joy that was set before him, you know, um, endured and all of that. And now I'm seeing how that 
this thing of prophecy, like he knew the implications of 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 him enduring what he endured because uh, of prophecy. True. Right. So there was how do I put it? So even when he was physically tired, you know, and when he was, you know, stressed and all of those things, when all those things were there, there was something set before him, something that he already knew. Oh. Something that was said about him. You know? So oh. it's I don't know. I feel like this just brings a clearer light to prophecy. As you were just talking, it's I just remember the song I was I was writing sometime. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of the lyrics that said, Jesus, you knew you, you you knew the cost, you were aware of the price. The stripes, the pain didn't catch you unawares. Mm. And but you still choose to go through all those things. It now brings how much he loves me. He knew exactly what he was going to face. Mm. This one, it was clear and mm. clear. Mm-hmm. He knew it. This was what I was going to face. So, but he still chose. He he still intentionally chose to go through all those things because of me. Mm. Come on, mm. if that's not love, I don't know what I else. I know. Is. I know. Mm. And I mean that also says how. Jesus the man, or no, Jesus the son, right, valued his father's words. Like he valued them so much so that he could deny his flesh, he could do everything um, humanly possible to, um, to, to ensure that, I don't know how to put it, to, to, to align so that the prophecy could come to pass. Oh, 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 so true. You know? So, it's like, that was the active part of, of Jesus. Because, I mean, I was thinking about, so when um, uh, Jesus was, I think, going to the garden and, you know, Judas has betrayed him and the, the, the guards and all those people came, you know, and Jesus said, in one of the accounts, it said that he could have, I think he could have asked for legions of age angels of to come, angels, yes. you know, to come and save him. So that is, it's like, but because he knew, he, he already knew this is my father's plan. This is the implication of his plan. Oh. So I can, I, I can let go of utilizing the authority I rightfully have as a son of God. For this plan to 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 um, what's the word to to actually take place? Yes, yes. You know, yes. quite. So it's like we actually. This is it's, I feel like this is us seeing how Jesus responded to prophecy. True. He lived his life intentionally because mm. of. Hmm. Ah. Mm. Wow. This is so true. Wow. I'm actually thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It I, I need to be before this conversation. <laughs> he showed us an example. His life was an example of how mm. we respond. How we yeah. Respond. Wow. 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 Everything said about him 
came to pass. Mm-hmm. It's like intentional. It even affected his decisions. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 That is so Come true. On. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Everyone Come else on. be blessed by this. Wow. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. And even when, I mean, so one of, I think, was it Mark, either Mark or Luke's account? It says how that when he went to pray. So um, when he went to pray after the, uh, the Passover, after they had eaten the Last Supper, um, he had, yeah, had broken yeah. bread. He went to pray and then he was saying, Father, if it be thy, thy will, let this pass over me. Um, nevertheless, not my will, not my will, will. but your will. That was a... It was like he acknowledged that he was physically, I don't know, tired or emotionally weary or like just the thought of everything that was coming was, it was just heavy, oh. right? But still in that moment, because, because there was something, how do I put it? Something had already been said, you know, Not his father that. had already said something so he could subject himself. And I think that's another, that's another point there. You know that even as so why you pray that one of the the accounts says that an angel was sent to like strengthen him mm, yes and so I, i'm imagining if jesus christ if his prayer was not nevertheless let thy will be done right would an angel have been sent to strengthen him oh. right oh. You know? It's something that we, so we, we should think about. Mm. You know, because even in his weak state, you know, he still chose to hold on to the father's words or what the father had said through his prophets years ago. Years ago. Yes. Years ago. You know, and this, yeah, yeah. This, this point, you know, when you talked about this whole years ago, and it, it just reminded me of some things about prophecy that sometimes the prophecies that you get will not event, will not come, mm. will not be fulfilled instantaneously. Mm. It takes a while. It takes a while. So if true. You look at what was prophesied about Jesus long time ago. Mm. But how, how many years? It took years before he even came. Before even Jesus was born, mm. when it was already someone like um, Isaiah had already prophesied it a mm-hmm. long, long time ago, mm. and it took years. So sometimes I believe we are just in a generation that we always want things now, now, mm. now, mm. now, now. But sometimes eh, these things that are spoken to you, you have to consciously pray them and knowing that okay this might not be something that will happen tomorrow but i know it will come to pass because mm. this is what he has said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i guess it's also a pointer to the fact that god doesn't see time the way we see time it's true Very you know true. because god actually doesn't see time the way we see time because we could have said jesus christ came late but he didn't come You know, he came at the exact time he was supposed to come. You know, so I'm trying to imagine, imagine being Isaiah and prophesying about that. So this is me looking at it from, let's take a walk back to Isaiah's time. 
So we have Isaiah, the one who actually gave the prophecy. And we have the people who received the prophecy or who heard the prophecy. Right? What, what should have been their responses to prophecy? This type of prophecy that eventually, that, that did come to pass in their lifetime. Huh. Do you get that? I, 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 I get it. And I'm actually thinking about the, the whole thing because if we look at it, try to put myself in their shoes that he, he prophesied. And he didn't even give a time frame. That's just, mm-hmm. and he didn't give a time frame. He just said that this will happen, this will happen, this will happen. But I think it's, 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 it shows how much we trust God to be able to hang on to those words, knowing that even if it's not in my time, I just know that this thing is going to come to pass. Mm. I know because he's a man of his word. If mm. he says it, he's not a man that he should lie. Mm. It's a consistent thing. So I hold on to it because his word is his, is his, is his born. He's, he has, he's, he's, a, he's a God of integrity. So mm. if he says it, it will come to pass. So I will hold on to it, mm. those words. Hold on to it to my dying breath because mm. I know eventually it just has to come to pass. Pass. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if he gets for them. Yes. I'm just trying yes. to see. Yes. Mm. There's an attitude. I'm, I'm realizing there's an attitude we should have to prophecy. Mm. There's an attitude to it. And <clears throat> that brings me to, you know, this Jesus story and when um, Luke chapter 2, when Jesus was born and everybody came and they were talking, the shepherds, the three wise men, the wise men came and they were all saying something. But there were some things that were mentioned in that in Luke chapter 2, I think it's verse 14 to 19, there about the latter part. And she said that after they had finished speaking, there's something she did. She treasured and then mm. she pondered on those words. Mm. There's something she, there's a way, that treasure, that word means to properly like preserve mm. close together. There's, there was mm. an attitude she had to those words mm. that was spoken and she knew that it was from God. These mm. were things that were yeah. said from God. There's yeah. how she held it in her heart. Wow. Yeah. She kept it. You know, you know it's just if, like, if you have a precious drill, like, mm. precious, mm-hmm. there's, how you, there's how you handle it. Mm-hmm. So there's an attitude we should have to it. And, and, and if you notice the next thing she did and she pondered it about those things. So Prophecies are not just something that we just hear once mm-hmm. and we keep it. Mm-hmm. And we just keep it and say, oh, I've heard it. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. It's going to come to pass. <laughs> and you close your book. But Very true. she said that she, she pondered on it, that she brought it to her mind. What was she doing? I believe what she was trying to do was to make a reality in her mind about those words that were spoken. That means she was creating a reality in her mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so sometimes you need to just put your mind until those words become a reality in your head, until it, until you choose to see nothing else apart from those things. Mm. My life must be shaped according to these prophecies that I have heard. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That is that is so 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 true. Hmm. Hmm. Guys, so we're going to we're going to pause here, and um, we will continue the next episode. Please, this has been such a great conversation. What I mean. <laughs> I feel like the Holy Spirit, it's not I feel like, I know it's here. 
so there's at least conversation you know so um uh for the first time i'm going to post both of them back to back so you will you can listen to the next one immediately yeah so please stay tuned for the next episode bye guys <laughs>